Hey, it's Robin Sharma, author of The Leader Who Had No Title, founder of the Titan Academy, and welcome to this mastery session. This mastery session is called The Real Reasons Good People Fail. Now, I believe every single one of us has genius within us. I believe every single one of us has this brilliance longing to see the light of the day. I believe every single person on the planet has a mighty mission and is available for a magnificent obsession in their own original way. And there's a lot of science actually confirming, if you look at the work of someone like an Anders Ericsson, the preeminent researcher in the field of exceptional performance, these researchers are realizing that every single one of us has the opportunity and even the responsibility to grow into a skill that we can be best in the world at. You see, genius, you've heard me say this before if you've been following these mastery sessions, but genius is so much less about your genetics and genius is so much more about your daily habits. The eminent American psychologist James Flynn uses a term called capitalization. And what he has found is that the best footballers, the best boxers, the best hip-hop artists, the best painters, the best entrepreneurs are not the most gifted people in the room. They just exploit whatever talent they have more than their peers in their industry. And that's capitalization. So what I'm trying to suggest to you is you do have the opportunity to be BIW, best in the world at your craft. The question is, Are you structuring your life? Are you installing the right mindsets, heart sets, structures, and daily habits to bring on your A-game for the benefit of your life and for the benefit of the world? So what I wanted to do in this mastery session is walk you through five of the primary reasons good people who have amazing talents, who could really own their crafts and lift the world, don't do it. And the first thing is, Their fears are larger than their faith. So one of my brain tattoos that I've become very well known for is, no one will believe in you until you believe in you. And so good people often become seduced by the chatter of their loudest fears. And what I mean by that is, We come up with a great idea. Let's say it's to start a project that will allow you to lead your field. Let's say it's an idea for a new product that will allow you to grow a new company. Let's say you come up with an idea for a new painting if you are an artist. Let's say it's an idea that will allow you to take your fitness and your wellness and your longevity to a whole new level of wow. And pretty shortly after you come up with the idea, your ego starts screaming. Because we are good in our comfort zones, but the moment we start to go blue ocean around our next level of mastery, our fears come up because we're going out into the unknown. It's human. You know, if you were to look at the psychobiology of it and you were to study the pure biology of it, there's a term called homeostasis. Human beings are hardwired for a steady state. And that kept us alive. So literally, our heart beats around the same amount, you know, the 72 beats per minute. And our blood pressure is within a small bandwidth. And that allows us to survive. But what happens is when we come up with a new idea and when we see a new opportunity and we start to leave our comfort zones into the zone of the unknown where greatness lives, we get scared. And the true heroes and the true titans and the true masters Those people are not fearless. Those are people who have just practiced walking into their fear and living on the razor's edge consistently to the point where they're comfortable amid their discomfort. And that's the great opportunity for you, not to avoid fear, 
but to be comfortable in the unknown, to be comfortable when you're terrified. And that really is what the great artists, the great entrepreneurs, the great titans, and the great masters are very good on doing. So the first reason good people lose is their faith is not as strong as their fear, or to put it a bit more elegantly, their fears are larger than their faith. And so to be tactical for you, how do you build more faith? Well, you you do what you're frightened to do. And it's a practice. You know, a great athlete practices every morning. And a great producer practices walking into their fears every single day. And what I'm encouraging you to do is every single day, do one thing that causes your palms to sweat. Every single day, start training your brain to hunt for opportunities to step into that unknown where possibility lives. And if you keep on doing it, you're literally going to build some new neurological hardwiring, a new mental, a new pathway in your brain where it becomes easier. Because as you know so well, all change is hard at first and it's messy in the middle and it's beautiful at the end. And as you know so well, if you've been with me on this leadership ride in past episodes or if you've read my books like The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari or The Leader Who Had No Title or The Greatness Guide, if you've been with me on this ride, you truly know that everything you now find easy, you once found hard. Okay, so get good at walking into the unknown. The second reason good people fail is this. They blame their outer conditions versus seeing it as an opportunity to grow themselves. Look, every great hero was broken. If you were to look at Nelson Mandela, he suffered more than most people. If you were to look at Mother Teresa, she went through incredible adversity over the course of her journey. If you were to study Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Rosa Parks, Shakespeare and Tolstoy, if you look at any great artist, a Picasso, a Jean-Michel Basquiat, if you look at the great world builders, they all suffered. Let me put it to you this way with great love and respect. They all outsuffered the majority. And what I'm suggesting to you is pain can be transformed into power with the intention to transform pain into power. You see, what most people do is this is why most good people lose. They stumble and they fall and they become heartbroken or disappointed by life's challenges that happens to every single one of us. I mean, just to be very authentic, as I always want to be in these Mastery Sessions episodes, I've gone through a lot of hardship in my life. When I was going through school, very few people believed in me, and I was dismissed and called very, very average. And the principal at the school I was at said, you're not even going to get into university. And you might know my backstory on The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, but that was a self-published book. And I was at the American Booksellers Conference in Chicago with a cover of one of my books around my neck, shaking hands with all the agents that were coming up the escalator. And when I was a self-published author, I used to go into bookstores and say, would you take three copies of my book? I'll sign them. Could you put it on the shelf? And I was treated rudely and I was laughed at and I was on radio shows and I was ridiculed. And then I've gone through a lot of personal pain in my own life. And I've been on the top of the mountain of victory. And I must tell you, I have walked the lonely path in the valley of darkness. But Rumi, the great philosopher, said it so beautifully. He said, 
Allow your heart to be broken over and over and over until it opens. And what I'm suggesting to you is really to dial into this insight. All great heroes have been broken. But rather than blaming 27 years in imprisonment in the case of Nelson Mandela, rather than blaming his naysayers and his detractors in the case of Mahatma Gandhi, Rather than saying, life is hard, why isn't greatness easy in the case of a Mother Teresa or Martin Luther King Jr.? Rather than saying, why did this happen to me in the case of Rosa Parks, who refused to give up her seat to someone on a bus because she was being treated like a second-class citizen because of the color of her skin? These great ones all had one thing in common— They leveraged their pain into power. They turned their tragedies into victories. And I'm not going to suggest to you that that's an easy process, but if you simply start asking yourself, where am I blaming my current external conditions for my lack of prosperity, my lack of energy, my lack of mastery, my lack of joyfulness and soulfulness? You actually start assuming something that's very powerful, and I've written about it in my books. And it's called APR, Absolute Personal Responsibility. And the day I grew up was the day I looked into the mirror and said, you know what, I'm responsible for my life and I took absolute personal responsibility. It wasn't because of the energy vampires and it wasn't because of the external conditions and it wasn't because of my past, it was because of me. And start saying to yourself, how can I turn my stumbling blocks into stepping stones? How can I turn my hard times into monuments of strength of character and the great virtues? And so point number two is simply this. Ordinary people stay stuck because they blame external conditions versus seeing everything that's happened to them as an opportunity for growth. And see, the 95%, here's the game they play. It's all external. But the top 5% play the game of legends, which is this. The whole purpose of life is to grow, to evolve, to strengthen your character, to introduce yourself to the heroic virtues of bravery and authenticity and humility and honesty and dignity and service to the rest of the world. And you might say, well, Robin, I am a janitor. I am a pizza maker. I am a coder. I am a student. I am a young entrepreneur. I am an old teacher. This doesn't apply to me. Yes, it does. You are on the planet for some mighty mission, for some heroic purpose. And please don't be seduced by your ego to say, well, I'm just a teacher. I'm just a firefighter. I'm just an entrepreneur. I'm just a manager at a Fortune 500 company. I'm not Nelson Mandela. I'm not Edison. I'm not Beckham. I'm not Federer. I'm not Kanye. I'm not Jay-Z. I'm not Lady Gaga. I'm not Jean-Michel Basquiat. Be great in your own original way. Measure mastery Not by what society says you should do, but by how you're living your day, how you're conducting your life, by your integrity, by the quality of your craft, by your service to your family and your marketplace. Third reason good people lose or fail is they become distracted versus being disruptors. So if you've seen previous mastery sessions, you know I've talked about productivity and exponential performance. 
And you've heard my term, which is most people in the world today are suffering from broken focus syndrome. Most leaders and producers and performers and creatives on the planet today are addicted to distraction, which is destroying their masterful production. And so if you want to leap from the majority, the 95%, and you know my brain tattoo, to have the results only 5% of the population have, you've got to be willing to do what 95% of the population are unwilling to do. And so if you look at most people, they are literally listening to their music when they should be working. They are literally checking their phones and it has become a literal addiction and they can't stop checking for the notification or the social media feed. And so they're spending the best hours of their finest days pursuing these shiny toys that at the end of their lives will amount to trivialities. And so you have what I call and what I teach at the Titan Summit and my two-day event for Personal Mastery, Personal Mastery Academy. And I've become very well known for these two events, which I've been running for the past many years. But literally, your gargantuan competitive advantage is to shift from what the majority are doing, where they're caught up in distraction and interruption and spending their days doing busy things versus creating. You can go to the top 5% by simply stripping out the distraction and living your days in what I call, and I also teach at my live events called the tight bubble of total focus. So literally, you strip away the distraction, you strip away the interruptions, and you start building these tight bubbles of total focus, which allow you to get monomaniacally concentrated on the few things that count. So literally, the third reason that good people lose or fail is they're distracted versus being monomaniacally focused on the few pursuits that would allow them to change the world. And if you look at Edison and Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, who was at the Titan Summit, in a past Titan Summit that we ran in Zurich, these people all have laboratories. These people all understand that one of the essences of genius is solitude. You've got to be willing and brave enough to spend a lot of time alone to do work that wows the world and disrupts your field. Number four, the fourth reason good people lose is simply this. They have low confidence. I mean, the more I think about it, that word confidence is a needle mover. Because if you look at the great business builders, if you look at an Elon Musk, if you look at a, a Jeff Bezos, if you look at a Phil Knight, if you look at a Warren Buffett, I recently watched a great documentary called Becoming Warren Buffett. All of these great masters had one thing in common. And it sounds very obvious, but it's acutely high levels of personal confidence. And so literally, they came up with an idea for the iPhone. They came up with an idea for the incandescent light bulb. They came up with an idea for Amazon. They came up with an idea for Tesla, an electric car. They came up with an idea for SpaceX. They came up with an idea for a polio vaccination in the case of Jonas Salk. They came up with an idea to paint the Sistine Chapel ceiling so that it was one of the most beautiful acts of artistry in the history of humanity in the case of Michelangelo. And everyone laughed at them and they faced the naysayers and they hit the walls. But because of the confidence they had built, maybe it was through reading, maybe it was because of a mentor who believed in them, maybe it was because of meditation, maybe it was because 
of such a ferocious mission that they would take a bullet for it, they kept on going. And you know, I've mentioned the work in the past, uh, Angela Duckworth at University of Pennsylvania. She's found that the most successful people are not the smartest in the room, but they have the most grit, which is simply persistence, which is simply a form of confidence. And then the fifth and final reason that good people lose is simply this. They didn't stay in the game long enough. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. said it so well. He said, until you have found something you're willing to die for, you're not fit to live. And one of the key things you want to do is simply remember this. Few things are as powerful for you to win in your own unique way as staying in the game, staying with your purpose, staying with your goal longer than the world thinks it's sane for you to keep on pursuing your dream. Your obsession, maybe it's to be the best athlete in your field, maybe it's to be the best manager in your marketplace, maybe it's to be the best mother or father in your community, maybe it's to be the best student at your university. I don't know what that fire within your heart is, but I am here to tell you with great love and respect, that fire is a message. That fire is your instinct. That fire is your cellular DNA telling you you have an opportunity and a responsibility to get it done. And if you don't do it, the world will be less of a place because you did not have the bravery, grit, relentlessness, confidence, and self-faith to get that done. And this is where heroes are made. So, I hope this mastery session has been helpful to you. My primary intention is to be of service to you, to be an instrument of helpfulness to your greatness, your genius, your mastery, your leadership, your performance. And so I hope I've done my job well. If you think this mastery session has been valuable to you, here's what I'd love your help on. Share it with three people over the next hour so we get the message out there. Number two, a lot of people are asking me, Robin, you talk about Personal Mastery Academy, and you, we've heard so much about the Titan Summit, your two live events, but we don't know how to get in. Pretty simple. If you're interested, just go over to robinsharma.com, and you'll be able to find all the details. And then the final thing is, you've probably heard about my program. It's called Robin Sharma Nation. It's where I get to coach you every single month. So if you've liked this episode and you want to go 100 times deeper, and you want me to coach you every single month, I'd love to help you do that. I'd love to work with you every single month. So we literally install these mindsets and heart sets and daily habits of the world's best performers. If that's of interest to you, you can go to robinsharma.com or you can go over to robinsharmanation.com and I'd love to be of service to you. Okay, so I'll see you in the next mastery session. For now, just remember, all green lights, this is your time. Now is your moment and you can get this done. I love you a lot and I'll see you in the next mastery session. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Robin Sharma. I hope you received great value from this mastery session. If you'd like to receive potent training videos, blog posts, learning tools, and information on my two live events, Personal Mastery Academy, and my flagship four-day experience, the Titan Summit, go ahead and visit robinsharma.com.